Hey, what's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of The Finance Bro. We have real conversations with real people about money. On today's episode, I want to talk about designing the lifestyle that you desire. So this is important because it's important to take the time to evaluate where you are in life. And once you evaluate where you are, only then can you determine where you want to go. And if you truly want to grow as a person, then this time of reflection is critical. Everyone needs to take time to assess, you know, which areas of their lives that they need to dedicate some in-depth planning time to. These areas could be anything from personal finance to even your health. But whatever decide you decide to work on, just make sure that it aligns with your values and goals. One of the main reasons I even created In The Smoker was because I spoke with so many older people who regretted not being more proactive with their personal finances, which ultimately prevented them from reaching their goals later on in life, such as owning a home. You know, I work with a lot of people who are in their 60s and their only desire is just to be able to own a home one day. And it's, it's sad, but it's because they didn't do those things earlier. And so I want to encourage people to go from saying that I should have to saying I did. All right. And this goes a long way because I truly believe that leadership by example is one of the most effective ways to guide and lead people. And it's hard to tell people to do something that they've never seen you do. If we want those to look up to us to make decisions that can benefit them in life, then we need to start letting them see us do the things that we're telling them to do. Only then are they going to be, you know, more willing to just take action and do those things. You know, and then in order to maximize growth, you got to develop strategies. You know, there are a lot of people out here who, talk about all the things they want to do, but there's no strategies that uh, they have in place to get where they want to be. And for those of you listening right now who may not have the goal to become financially free, or for those of you listening right now who do want to become financially free, you know, what, what is your strategy for meeting that goal? If you can't answer that question right now, then I encourage you to start doing some planning because without being able to answer that question, it's going to be very hard to get where you want to be financially. So there's so many people who wake up every day and they unfortunately just exist, right? So instead of taking control of their lives, they just react to each day's new problems. And before they know it, half their life's passed away before they realize that they should have been more involved with the structure of their lifestyle, right? They kind of just let things happen and they deal with them as they come up and they really took no control over anything and it shows later on. And so <clears throat> if we see after person after person with the same reflections after living an extended amount of time on this earth, then why are we who are looking up to them not being more proactive to ensure that we don't end up with the same realizations later in life? You know, so when developing a strategy for yourself, you need to think about really three things, right? So one, do you truly understand what your goal is? And that's important because if you don't truly understand where you want to go, it's going to be hard to make the decisions and, you know, get the people around you who can help you get there. You know, it's hard to tell someone what you need help with if you don't know what you need help with yourself. Secondly, you know, you need to see, can someone else hear your plan and explain it back to you without any issues? I know I think a lot of people think the more, how do I say this? They think that the more intricate their plan is, the more effective it's going to be. But I, I'd argue that keeping everything as simple as possible is always going to be better. And the reason I say that is, when it's simple, it's a lot less ways that you can mess things up, right? But when you try to be all fancy just to impress someone to tell you you're doing these things, it's a lot of things to keep up with. And, you know, many people have to end up simplifying things, simplifying things anyways, because it's just too much to keep up with and they can't continue the momentum that they have to do what they need to do. So another question is, are you capable of carrying out this strategy long term? 
or do you need support, right? Like, are, do you have the tools and the resources already available to you to get this done? Or do you need to start looking for people with certain skills or knowledge that can help you get to where you need to be? That's a question you need to ask. And, you know, asking these three, these questions overall can really help you on starting to get on the right path. And to be honest, you'd be hard pressed to find someone that achieves success with a haphazard plan or with a lack of a plan. Um, if you don't have a plan, that means you typically or probably don't have milestones for yourself or a system in place that allow you to compare your current progress with where you would like to be. And if you don't have a plan or systems in place currently, then I want you to ask yourself the following questions. All right. So one, how long do you have to complete this goal? Two, how will you adjust your current plan if things don't go well? Three, how do you know if you're on track for completing your goals? Four, would you be more successful if you had a plan and with effective systems in place? And then the next question would be, what do you need to do and who do you need to speak with to get these systems in place? Now, I know all of us have heard the saying that unhappiness is not knowing what we want, and but we kill ourselves to get it. It's time to figure out what we want so that we can spend our good years working towards things that will actually continue to add value to our lives. A lot of us spend majority of our time doing things that add no value to us, which is why many of us are unhappy. We don't know what we want. We don't know what we need to do to get there. And because of that, we just become miserable and we end up making others around us miserable. So we got to fix that. And, you know, so doing a lot of reading, um, me and my friends, we've been doing a lot of reading lately. I got to give a shout out to Trust because he's reading, leading that charge right now. Uh, but I'm catching up. But, you know, an author named Michael, Michael Gerber, the author of the book called The E-Myth, he says that, you know, systems permit ordinary people to achieve extraordinary results predictably. And I think that we all can agree that without systems in place, it'll be hard to predict shortfalls or make effective adjustments, which will force you to face every issue or setback unexpectedly without a plan to overcome them, right? So it's important to have these systems because it's the only thing we have to lean on and fall back to when things aren't going well you know everyone likes to think about oh well this is what i'm going to do or things are going or if things are going well however anybody that's lived a little life knows that it doesn't take long for that that beautiful plan that you're nurturing to not go as you plan right so i know in the, in the marine corps we had this saying and it was, you know, no plan survives first contact. And it's true because, you know, a lot of people fall in love with the plan instead of the end, the end goal, right? And I, I want to encourage people to realize that it's okay to, for the plan not to go as you, plan, as you expected, right? Because you can make the necessary adjustments and you can keep pushing. But the issue is if you don't have a plan and things don't go well, now you don't know where to go, which causes a lot of people just to just go towards inaction. It's like, oh, it didn't work. I'm good. But it's like, if you sit down and it's like, hey, did you have these things? Did you do this? Nope. Did you have this in place? No. Well, this is why it didn't work. And this is why you didn't know where to jump to, to fix things and keep your momentum moving forward. So when it comes to goal setting, <clears throat> I always recommend starting with the big picture goal in mind. And then you take time to break down the goal into smaller, smaller goals that will guide you towards the achievement of your main goal, right? So smart goal setting is an effective way to do this. A smart goal is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. 
right? So my budgeting course actually shows an effective examples of how to set smart goals for specifically your personal finances. So if you're someone who's trying to get your finances in order and you want to learn how to set some smart goals and start, you know, setting some things up for yourself to start working towards goals that you can hold yourself accountable to and you can maybe have someone else hold you accountable to, check out that course and learn how to set some smart goals for your finances. Another thing that many people do right now is waste time doing things that add zero, like, let me see, make sure you can see it, zero value to their lives, all right? So these are typically the people that claim to have no time to do anything else, right? And I know many of us listening to this, you all know that one person that never has time to do anything, but every time you see him, you see him doing something that literally doesn't matter, right? They spend hours on the phone, catching up on TV shows, um, they're scrolling through social media and they spending hours out partying. And I mean, the list really goes on, right? But time management is a crucial part to creating a successful plan with systems. And I encourage everyone to audit how they currently spend their time. Um, you'll be surprised at, at how much time you actually waste each day. And when I say waste, right, it's wasting it, meaning that it's not doing something to drive you forward towards your goals or to add value to your life. So when I did this or when I, you know, I did um, my own uh, time audit, it was really eye-opening to see that, um, and it drove me into action immediately. I was like, wow, like I can't, I can't keep doing this. I'm gonna get rid of this, get rid of this, get rid of this. And it was, it was pretty much, I didn't have to think about it because I knew where I wanted to go. And I knew that these things were preventing me from getting there. So that means they were cut, they're done. Um, but, you know, why would I spend four hours watching Netflix when I could read a book that could give me the answers that I need to accomplish my goals? Or why would I spend hours on the phone talking about who did what when I can watch a TED talk from someone that's giving out the information that I'm seeking? Um, so for those, those of you listening right now, I really want you to write out what your priorities in life are right now. And, you know, rank them from one to whatever the lowest priority is. So, you know, one being your highest priority to, you know, your lowest priority could be five or it could be 15. No one can really tell you what your priorities are, but you need to know what they are for yourself because knowing your priorities can help you decide how to spend your time and who to spend your time with. Now, I spoke about budgeting earlier, but I want to talk about why it's an effective system of measurement when it comes to personal finance. And it's hard to know where you want to go if you don't even know where you are. So to, to, to determine where you are, you need an effective measurement tool. So for personal finance, a budget is just that. It's your measurement tool. This will help you evaluate what your problem spending areas are, how much money you can save a month, how long it'll take you to pay off debts or save money with your current income, and even if you need to develop another source of income, right? Like you might go through your budget and realize, I just don't make enough money, and you need to either get a new job or you might have to pick up some side things to make sure that you're getting the income you need to start reaching those goals. Um, but for some reason... When I ask people if they have a budget, they get offended. And it, I, I get the same baffled look on my face every time. Like, why are you getting offended for me asking if you have a budget? Like, it's not anything bad, right? But somehow maintaining a personal budget has developed a negative connotation. So it's my goal, you know, and the goal of In The Smoker to help stop that. You know, so why is a budget important? So for this, I'm going to use an example of being lost in the forest, right? Or in a jungle. So if you're lost in the jungle, before you make the decision on what direction to go, you're going to want what? A map and a compass, right? And why is that? Without a map, you can end up putting yourself in a worse position just by moving in the wrong direction. Personal finance is no different. 
if you're struggling living paycheck to paycheck or you're dealing with debt issues, you have to use a budget to figure out where you are so that you can pick the most effective escape route. Trying to get a handle on your finances without an effective budget is like trying to find your way out of the jungle without a map. All right. It's just it's not efficient and I wouldn't recommend it. All right. For those of you listening who may have been in the military and did some land nav, you know what it's like to be lost. I know me personally, I have a funny story. My I tell you a story. So um <clears throat> on on one day, uh, it was actually my very first land nav event in the Marine Corps. And, you know, we went out and we were finding the boxes, and this was supposed to be like the easiest the easiest day that it was. Well, it was also my birthday. And, you know, so uh, I was with my uh, brother, Quentin Singleton, who was on the previous episode. And we were, you know, going out and we were ready to, you know, do land nav. And then we we're going to go out that night to celebrate my birthday in DC. Well, I ended up getting lost in the woods. And mind you, I had a map and a compass, but it didn't really help much at the time. Um, but I learned how to use the tool efficiently later on, which did come to help. But to get back to the story, uh, I ended up getting lost in the woods and I was lost for hours. Right. So that drop dead time I hit. No one could find me. And I found myself sitting on this this tree that had fallen down. It was a pretty big tree. And I just sat down and I was trying to figure out where to go. I'm looking at the map, trying to learn how to use. I'm still getting used to looking at the map and what it means and, you know, the symbols and all this stuff. So I'm just sitting there trying to figure it out. I was like, Yo, I got to get home. And uh I realized the moment I realized that I was super lost is a deer walked in front of me. And, you know, a lot out in Virginia, the deer are pretty skittish, especially when uh, humans come around them. And I was looking at the deer and it looked me in my face, did some little thing with his tongue and started eating grass. And I realized when I knew the deer wasn't scared of me, I knew I was lost and I had to figure something out. So I went on, you know, it was a couple hours. I think I showed up like an hour, maybe two hours later. Uh, running down the road from a different direction. They had search teams out for me and everything. I actually never really told that story to many people. But um, the point was, I learned how to use the tool effectively, and I never got lost again. I actually got really good at land nav after that. So the point is, learn how to use the tool, which for, for many of you will be a budget. You know, it, it might not work for you how you want it to when you start. But as you continue using it, using it, refining your skills, talking to people, learning how to use it more efficiently, what you'll see is you're going to get less and less loss and you can get more efficient. You're going to take less time to do things and it's just going to help. So uh, well, I tell that story to give, hopefully give somebody uh, who's familiar with land nav a couple of, you know, a little laugh, but also to show you that like, hey, even with the budget, you may not do, you know, one of the things I tell clients immediately is like, hey, when you get in your budget, it can take up to 90 days for you to get comfortable to where this budget is actually really helping you, right? So don't get discouraged when you know you've been doing it for a month and you're not seeing the results you want. So it's just, it, that's exactly how it works. Just keep pushing, keep working, and then you're going to get there. All right. So now it'll be <clears throat> very, very difficult to make a decision on your finances if you don't have any tools to track what's going on with them. Um, it's time to make life simpler for yourself, right? And if you're not currently using the budget, then I want you to ask yourself the following questions. One, how many subscriptions do I have? And how much is that costing me a month? <clears throat> Two, how much money do I spend eating out every month? I see a lot of people who say, oh, I know that. And they whatever they have in their head isn't the same when we break it down. So that's another good question to ask. Three, how much money do I save every month? Four, how much money could I save a month? All right. And five, which expenses have increased the most since I started paying them? Right. So if you've been utilizing the budget 
you can go back and see, oh, wow, my mortgage has increased or, hey, Netflix has been increasing for a while, you know, and that, that helps you see maybe I should get rid of this. Maybe I should do some adjustments, but it lets you see exactly what things are and helps you plan. Um, but if you can't answer questions like these, then that should show you why you need a budget, right? So when you have effective systems in place, you're actively implementing the things that you're learning into your life, and it will be much easier to be consistent. Um, one of my favorite quotes says, you will never change your life until you change something that you do daily. All right. So everyone listening to this episode, you know, I want you to look for something that you can change what you're doing daily, right? Like maybe instead of watching Netflix every night, you start picking up books and you start learning something that's going to help you reach one of your goals. You know, if you, if your goal is to be financially free, start reading some books, you know, if your goal is to have a retirement built up and learn how to use your retirement effectively, pick up some books about, you know, 401ks. It was, what's the difference between Roth and traditional, like start learning what these things are, you know, or, you know, find someone that can help you find someone that can lead you in the right direction, whether that be, you know, me and my services or someone else, you know, if you, if you, if your finances are stable, but you want to start investing, you know, find a financial advisor, you know, if there's so many different things, but you have to just start doing the research yourself, become educated, and then after you become educated, you'll know who to start asking questions because you can ask very specific questions to see if they're telling you the things that you've learned from the research that you've done. And not saying that you're going to know everything, but it's much easier to have a conversation with someone and realize if they're, you know, being straight with you or if they're kind of talking around in circles just by educating yourself before going into the situation. Um, but that's really all I have today. I just want to encourage people to start, you know, getting some systems in place. Uh, you know, really start sitting down and, and evaluating where you are and where you want to be. And if you're not on track to be where you want to be, then now is the time to really start using your time effectively, doing some planning, putting some systems in place so that you can get where you need to be. All right. I want to thank everyone for listening today. Let's get into smoking. Thank you for listening to the finance bro. If you feel like this episode has added value to you today, then please be sure to go to Amazon and purchase a copy of my book, The In The Smoker Mindset. You can also go to my website at www.endthesmoker.com and sign up for my budgeting course. You can also find more information on my financial coaching and credit repair services. And if you really want to help support the brand, you can also purchase some merchandise. Let people know what In The Smoker is about. All right. I hope to see you next week. Let's get into smoking.